Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents The Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Welcome, Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment lovers. This week, we check in with Matt D. The local singer-songwriter has a new single out as part of a new album as well. Then the busiest local entertainer, Zach Gresh, recently opened for national comic Nikki Glaser. We talk about how that went, as well as his many other gigs coming up. Plus, we'll tell you who gets this week's honorable mention, as well as draw for another winner of pizza with a podcaster. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty, we can't wait for Friday, so a day early, we start the party. All right, lift them high, especially this weekend. Early congrats to a wonderful young couple, Alyssa Nix and Pierce Hoffman. They're going to be tying the knot this Saturday. Alyssa is the owner of Posh Boutique, which happens to be this show's premier sponsor. Pierce is a former guest on the show. He's part of the Dual Purpose Dueling Pianos group. And together, they're just one of those couples. You look at them and go, yeah. They fit. And they will have a wonderful, wonderful life together. We wish them well. Weekend Eve toast to Alyssa Nix and Pierce Hoffman as they get ready to tie the knot on Saturday. It's time to pick a lucky winner of pizza with a podcaster. Everyone that follows the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook and or Instagram automatically entered. We draw one name each week. And this week, congratulations to Joel Kaskinen. Joel wins a pizza from Sonny's Pizzeria. Congratulations, we'll be in touch to get you all set up for some jowl-dropping, show-stopping, thin-crust pizza. Pizza with a Podcaster is brought to you by Sonny's Pizzeria, right across from USF at 26th and Waltz, and Sonny's at 81 on South Phillips. Check out the very fun and incredibly flavorful menu online, sonnyspizzeria.com. Honorable mention. What tickled Dave's funny bone? What tickled Dave in general? What made him go, this is cool, this past week? It may sound odd, but it's to the happiest I've ever been to not get a seat at a show. The University of Sioux Falls production of the last five years just kept adding seats at each show until the Jones was full And on Friday night, the intended night, we wanted to be there. Got there a few minutes late, told we couldn't be seated, but we were all thankful that Collegiate Theater, both USF and Augie, do such great work. Way to go, Collegiate Theater, especially USF, and their production of the last five years, having to add seats, and then still even after that, having to turn some people away. Well done. Later in the show, the very busy and multifaceted entertainer Zach Gresh. Coming up next, local singer-songwriter Matt D. on the Dave Holly Hour. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does, while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. 
Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at Excel Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or exocairos.com. Excellent care for excellent people. Excel Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. The Dave Holly Hour, like eavesdropping on a great conversation between two very interesting people. Oh my goodness, welcome back. Yes, you know what it's time to say. It's always a pleasure. And this time it definitely is because I love this man. He's just so great at what he does and so thankful that he is in our arts and entertainment community. Mr. Matt D., Welcome to the show again. Thank you for having me. Uh, uh, there, there's an echo in this podcast. Just a little like bit, I, you know, I, because I we're in. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, we're around all the pizza making. We got some uh, sports going on up yeah, here. Uh, yeah. We happen to be at Sonny's Pizzeria, uh, the one across from USF. But, you know, when I told you we we're going to meet at Sonny's, first thing out of your message was, oh, uh, across from USF or downtown? At the arcade. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you know the arcade. Uh, so yeah. does that mean you've been playing the arcades? I wish. Oh. No, yeah. if I had time to play arcades. No, I've been too busy in the studio yeah. rehearsing you and working. Been. and Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, don't, I don't have time for pinball. I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing that I, I wanted to make sure is that somewhere in this introductory time that I would say, oh, the company I keep. Yeah. Because that is your new single. It is. All right. Tell us about it. Well, it's the first single off of an upcoming album. Um, the record company released the name of it, so I'm, I'm allowed to say it now. Uh, Jericho Gap will be my follow-up to Phantom Locomotive. And so it's the first and I think only single that we're going to put out off of it. So we got an album coming up after it. Um, company I Keep, it's ballad. Uh, more of a personal song to me, mm -hmm. personal thematic. Kind of thinking back, looking back on life things you lost, things you think you'll never get back, and things you're kind of looking for. So kind of a spiritual, well, I mean, all my stuff's dark, Dave. So right. We, you know, we've so, talked yeah. about that in the past, how <laughs> yeah, your, your writing is dark, but your personality in, in life is abundant. It's, well, I think Jennifer would probably disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a brooder, but I mean, at the same time, yeah, um, I think it's, it's my psychologist. My, my writing, you know, you, I, I put that dark right. stuff out and I work through it so that I can smile occasionally. I don't know, 20% of the day. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I have a feeling it's more than that. But <laughs> one of the posts that uh, you wrote as this was uh, coming out yeah. um, was that it was different this yeah. time for you. Yeah. And almost as though you'd kind of found your way. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, I got a good working relationship with a producer who I love working with, Mark Dom. Mark Dom, yeah. Uh, SMC Records uh, picked picked me up after Crazy Poet kind of fell to the wayside. And uh, I've had some really good success. And now I have a really good group of guys who are playing and writing with me. Jason Haven got uh, writing credit on that song for all the wonderful guitar work and all those layers that he laid down I, as we were kind of putting it together I mean uh, of course I wrote the lyrics and all that stuff and kind of laid the groundwork I was like Jason there's no way I would have ever come up with this like I need to give you half credit for this song and he was like oh yeah cool like nice. kind of yeah. shrugged his shoulders like yeah cool yeah alright I'll take it <laughs> and Thanks, then went man. out the door was like yes yeah no but it, 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 it's neat because I really haven't collaborated with a lot of people that's true and yeah. so I really feel like I've got a group that I could collaborate with and uh, there's some it's it's different I'm going to say this next album is going to be different it's not it's not what people are used to the chemistry and the trust is all there now it is. Yeah. There's no stress in making the music. It's, hey, what, what do you think about doing this? Nah. What do you think about doing that? And I'm going to say this for Mark Dom. As long as there's not synthesized <laughs> strings on it, I think everything <laughs> are going to go okay. I have to bring that up. That's my dig. Well, and, and the other one is yeah. uh, that, you know, your uh, intros, which you sometimes are very fond of having an <laughs> instrumental uh, for about a minute, and then uh, he basically is like, "No, eight seconds. <laughs> Don't bore us. Get to the chorus." <laughs> yeah, no, I am. I'm the king of like, um, yeah, um, 
eight measures, 16 measure, 24 measure intros, outros. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. P- Pink Floyd was 40 years ago. We don't need to have <laughs> 13, 14 minute yeah. songs. Well, in so. the meantime, of course, uh, you know, he is on in your band. Yes. And uh, I think he's having a little fun. He might not admit Have you ever it, seen the guy on stage? Oh, yeah. He's the most animated one he on is. there. Yeah. He's incredible. Yeah. I think he's even made Scott, the bass player, a little mad because Scott's like, you know, Scott I want to be there. Well, I think Scott's like, well, I want to dance too, man. You're kind of <laughs> like in my, you're in my space. No, we, um, I think everybody's really enthusiastic. It's really cool. And Mark's a busy guy. He's got a lot going on. He works with a lot of other bands. He works with a lot of other talented people. So to have him take the time to be a part of that is a huge blessing. Um, same with Jason. Jason plays with other groups. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott's a writer, a musician. He's collaborated and played with with tons of groups. I mean, he's he's a session player, um, but also cut his chops in, in probably a lot of everybody's favorite cover bands. Jeff, I tell you what, he's been my holdout, man. I've played with that guy since 2005. 2005. Like, that's coming up on 20 years. Right. And we're not that young. Yeah. I wouldn't say that we're old, but we're not that young. I'm still older than you. There you go. But I mean... um, (laughs) But you're creeping. But Jeff's got you beat. So there you go. (laughs) I I said it officially on the podcast. I'm going to get in trouble for that. But um, no, it's and and it's cool because what we're making is something new. I really feel like we're doing... It's our sound. It's not Matt's sound. It's not Matt's brainchild. Mm -hmm. Um, This album's going to feature collaborations from everybody. And I'm really excited for everybody to hear it. it. It's it's just different, Dave. I can't explain it. I don't know if you heard that with that song, if you can sense that yes. or feel that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I previewed it several times. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, now uh, the question is, of course, you know, a, a podcast, typically you can't play any uh, music mm-hmm. because it's copyrighted. Yes. But at the end of this interview, will I have your permission, since it's yours, yes. to be able to play it? Dave Hawley has my permission to play the company I keep as many times as he wants on his podcast. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Did you hear that? ASCAP BMI. <laughs> Get the copyright police out. There you go. Oh, they will. They'll. They'll send them. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, it's no joke. It's, a, it's amazing. It's like I wonder who the moles are around this town. Well, yeah, now, I've been featured on some other podcasts. We won't talk about them because I'm on the Dave Polly podcast. <laughs> it's okay, but, but um, yeah. I've noticed we're uh, all collaborative too. Well, sure, but I mean, I've noticed this, so these guys are out in the East Coast and they're only allowed to play 20 seconds of a song. Mm-hmm. And I asked them, like, why couldn't you play the whole song? And they're like, well, you know, just really don't want to be taken to court. Yeah. Well, so. because a lot of people think that there's this five-second rule mm-hmm. that you can play five seconds and not be in trouble at all. Yeah. That's incorrect. It's, no, it's not, yeah. yeah. I, and, and they they go through the, the, the proper channels and everything, yeah. but I think it's just the licensing is a little bit more affordable if you're just doing a preview. Well, so yeah, that yeah, would make sense. It's just it's hard. It's, yeah. it's weird. Well, you know, that's the other thing is with the copyrights, I've got so many different types of licenses that you mm-hmm. can get now. Yeah, um, and it's it's just interesting. But yeah. you know, at least we know that uh, when we're going to see Matt D, uh, that uh, we're going to get original stuff. Yeah, and yeah, all uh, and yeah. and you're going to be uh, rocking it, uh, even though it's ballads in a lot of case. I, but yeah, it's all badass ballads. Uh, yeah. Well, I well. Bad Man Americana. Bad, bad, bad Man Ballads, Hard Luck yeah, Americana. Americana. Yeah, yeah. You definitely want to come to the show if you want to feel depressed. <laughs> if you're too happy. If you want to feel good about being depressed. Yes, yeah. If you're too happy, I'm your guy. Let, let me help no you. No wonder I love your music yeah. so much. Let, let me help your therapist make money. <laughs> yes. No, um... No, I, 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 you know, uh, I, I don't know who it was that that said it, but uh, without the darkness, the the stars can't right. shine, Dave. So that's kind of my motto: is just, yeah, I write on the darker side, but it's kind of let you know to let that light mm-hmm. shine a little bit brighter. So. Well, but you know, here's the other thing. You know, one of the other uh, adages you hear is, you know, when you're depressed, you'll, or when you're happy, you hear the music. When you're mm-hmm. depressed, you l- you listen to the lyrics. Oh yeah. And, and I think that your music covers that in, in such a unique way because, you know, people will go and they'll hear those lyrics and go, wow, you know, deep, dark a little bit and so forth. But the music's so damn good yeah. that you're, you're clapping along, you're stomping your feet, you go out of there and you're happy that you saw you and your band. Well, I, I have to say, 
as far as the music, the, the lyric thing, yeah, that's all from my twisted mind. But um, the band part is 90% of the reason we sound so good is thanks to Jeff, Scott, Mark, and Jason. Yeah. I am a rank amateur. Oh, so don't get. I've got it. I've got it. I've got an okay singing voice, uh-huh. but on, but on guitar, you wouldn't want me to give any of your kids any lessons. <laughs> let's just put it that way. So I'm 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 I'm, I'm struggling. Johnny, why with are that. you so blue? Didn't you just have guitar lessons? Oh, Matt D doesn't do the chords right. Yeah. No, yeah, um, no, it's all thanks to them. They're just I have I'm very blessed to work with an incredibly talented group of guys, and I think that their talents shine so much on this new mm-hmm. song even more so than phantom because we've actually been playing and working together right and i think you can hear it i don't know do you hear it i hear it a lot yeah. uh, but then you know i've been a fan of yours since the beginning back sure. in the days when you know we used to get together on the uh, other side of the tracks oh wow yeah on the dark side of town uh, yeah, that it was yeah. <laughs> those were good days though. they were they were awesome they days. Were days enjoyed that yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, in the meantime you know that's something that i i've been thoroughly enjoying uh, and especially, you know, with Mark Dom of the group, uh, yeah. you know, because I've, I've got a, a man crush on him, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, not so much him as when I walk into that studio and go, oh, my. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. It's, it's, it, and it's a well-kept secret. And he yes. likes it that way. Mm-hmm. But um, once you're kind of in that group or his family. You're part of the club, then. He calls it family, and that's, yeah. how, that's what it feels like. It feels like I've had my kids there, you know. Yep. Um, I, I share custody of my older two kids, um, and uh, there are some nights that Thursday, so you know, those are my nights with kids, and so he turns on the Wi-Fi, and the kids, you know, work on their homework. Mm-hmm. I've got a funny story to share with you. Oh, if you're please do. Me, okay, of course. So I'm recording vocals for, I think I was actually recording vocals for the company I keep, mm-hmm. our latest single, and it's it was a very very, if you haven't heard the song, it was a very focused part in the second chorus. Okay. And high notes, hard to hit. And I tell, I tell my kids, hey, stay in the green room because it kind of separates everything out. There's a big metal door, you know. Stay in the green room. And then when Dad's done, you know, we'll go get dinner. We'll go get pizza or something because it, it wasn't going to take very long. I, I usually only sing like two songs at a, at a session. And uh, I get done singing, and I am so thrilled because I'm like, I sang the part. I don't have to re-sing it. And all of a sudden, I hear the sliding door. And I looked behind me, and my son, during the session, had walked all the way from the green room while I was singing. And I couldn't even hear it on my headphones, and these things are loud. And he opens up the sliding door, and he says, uh, Yeah, Mark, do you have a mechanical pencil, by chance? <laughs> and I said, and, and, and I, I, At least I, I, it didn't I, I mem- way, huh? If memory serves, he was so quiet, and it was after I was done singing that we kept the track. Oh, man. I think Mark just took out the right, got that little <laughs> sliding door, and I was like, oh. "Dude, you can't do that." He yeah. Did, what? What? What I do? Just walked right on through what I what felt. What part of out. stay in the green room didn't you understand? I mean, just you know, I, I almost need to build him a live on-air flashing, you know, sign for the green room. I I, I could know. be the guy to do that. Oh my. Yeah, I, I I may have I'll, just. I'll go in on it with you. There we go. I yeah. think I may have just donated that to the studio. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but <laughs> no, he 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 just laughed. You know, we we laughed it off. We had a good time. He's like, "What a great kid." I'm like, "Yeah, that's not what I'm thinking in my head right now, Mark." But yes, he is a great kid. But thank you. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we'll get back so. to the greatness after the, the yeah. next segment. Yeah. What's been the most enjoyable part of working on another album and and finding this new way? No stress. Hmm. music isn't stressful anymore um, that's good because there were there have been times when we've talked yeah where i thought oh matt's gonna go well you, you darken your writing but <laughs> i thought yeah. you're gonna go dark in the performance for a while yeah um i just you've been doing it so long and you you have moments of success you have your your peaks and your valleys and then you go through a period of time and i would say from 2019 to probably up until I started recording Phantom Locomotive was a very deep valley and I thought you know maybe I've contributed all that I'm going to contribute and so it's nice to be in the hills again mm-hmm. it's nice to be kind of out of the valley um, and I th- and I hope that we can uh, continue with the success I yeah. have a feeling that you will I hope so 
And, yeah. uh, you know, it's obviously going to keep growing. You said that this is going to be the only single, though, that you're uh, releasing yeah. off I, of the album. I, I, we might feature songs, but okay. I would like to have, I would like the next reveal, the big reveal, to be the whole album. Mm -hmm. Now, that might change, okay? I do work, I mean, again, with Scott, Mark, and, and Jason, and Jeff. And so if somebody were to say, hey, let's, we've got this ready, let's put that out, I'm open to it. It's not something that's set in stone. But sometimes I think everybody kind of maybe shoots too many bullets too fast. If that's, you know, uh, you empty the gun too fast. And I want to kind of keep people in suspense. <laughs> does that make sense? It always you does, know, yeah. I, I, and so uh, I, I would like to release the whole thing. Maybe focus on a couple more songs after it's released. But um, really have it there as something that's together which is rare because i think if you talk to mark mark is very much more single he prefers singles not a lot of people listen to albums i'm just difficult and set in my ways so <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna have any post comment on that particular comment. no yeah. <laughs> no mark you'll have your opportunity on the next time you're here to to for rebuttal on everything I say. That's true. And I, I, love I have you. to. Yes. I have to have him back on it. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, because you know everything's changed for him too. You know. The, oh yeah. That uh, you know one uh, crazy poet kind of, as you said, politely went by the wayside. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Sadly, mm -hmm. uh, because really enjoyed that. But uh, by the same token, you know, uh, we all end up having to reinvent the wheel from time yeah. to time yeah. and uh, so glad that uh, you're one of those that's willing to take the chance on that yeah and uh, that okay you know here's what i've been doing but yeah let's give this a shot it mm -hmm. feels right yeah and usually gut instinct will be right so yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of the album how many tracks will it have uh right now 10 or 11 okay for sure 10 um very minimum nine so in that range it'll it'll be a full-length album okay it'll be at least longer than a half hour yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know that matt d is going to have i mean i can't eliminate all those long intros true and 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 long okay dude you have 16 measures and nothing what are we supposed to put here <laughs> i don't know just enjoy it yeah yeah have fun no. with it mark yeah there you go uh, you know, one of the questions that I've, I've always wanted to ask musicians that to do their own writing mm -hmm. is what's the song that you wrote mm -hmm. that you think is one of the best things you ever did and nobody else cared about it? Do you have one of those? Mm -hmm. I really like Neon Tombstones off of Phantom Locomotive. Okay. And the odd thing about it is it was a Simpsons song that, that <laughs> inspired it. The Canyonero. You remember that? Canyonero. Okay. That was the one that inspired it. And I was like, God, that sounds cool. And like, just kind of like Old West, Ghost Riders in the Sky. Mm -hmm. And so I hear like kind of that, that old Texas baritone guitar, Tarantino, you know, Robert Rodriguez inspired stuff, you know. And I'm like, Canyonero is what brought, brought it to it, you know. And that's probably what ruins it when I tell people that. But I absolutely love that song. And it's not one of the most popular songs on that album. And I, I love that song. Yeah. And it has very long intro, very long sections in it. Uh, it's like a five-minute long song. I just love it. I don't, I don't know. Um, that one I really got a kick out of doing. And I think Jason, the guitar player, I think he struggled on that one but did such a great job, you know. The, the one electric guitar player who's not in Tarantino did a great job on a Tarantino-type song, right? But it was like a movie soundtrack song. So that right. that was that was the one that I really, really wanted. Um, and I always kind of thought there was a thumbs down on it. So, yeah, I really like that song. All right, let's go the opposite way then. Yeah. What's one that is popular that you're surprised by? Devil You Know. Really? Yeah, Matt D. doesn't like that song. I don't think I think it's one of my worst songs. <laughs> I think it's just so down and drab and so um, I don't know cliche. But I tell you what, when Mark got excited about it, I was like, "Well, maybe I need to give this a chance." So mm -hmm. I did, yeah. and I think it turned out really well. But that was one of the ones that I was kind of like, "Well, this one might get cut out." I don't know. Are you and then it became huge? <laughs> yeah. Are you finding that as we mature, and I said we, yeah. uh, that uh, there are things you're more accepting of now? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm more receptive for input. Um, and, you know, I tease on the show, but Mark is, in, in a very huge sense, uh, to thank for the recent success or the successes that we've had and I've had. And it hadn't been for him and his vision and his patience, especially with me. Okay, I think he told somebody. He said, "Oh yeah, Matt's great to work with as long as you're a hundred feet away from him at all times." Um, <laughs> and, and and he says that to be joking, but you know, there's some seriousness to that. Uh, songwriters, singer songwriters, the and and mostly singers are the worst people in the world to work with. They're the most difficult. We have the biggest egos. Uh, we have we are the most opinionated. We want to put our foot down. We want it our way. And I think what Mark has shown me is that input is valuable from artists within that circle. And I think that we need to be open to that. And and the answer isn't always no mm -hmm. or yes. And so he has taught me that, and for that I am very grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Lot, lots of compromise. It, it But it's a good thing. Right. Um, you're going to hear shorter intros yeah, on, com on Compromise, this. not well, sacrifice. Yeah, or... but I mean, uh, I'm learning from him. He's, yeah. He is a very successful songwriter himself, mm -hmm. as well as a producer, and he has done well and featured on, in CMJ and a lot of those publications, you know, those old CD samplers. That these, I mean, his, his bands did that, and he toured, and he knows what it takes. And so a lot of times it's Matt needs to shut up and listen. And so on this... I'm I'm doing that. If I had a long intro, I cut it down. I cut it in half. If it needs a bridge, I cut it in half. The solo section doesn't have to be ten minutes long. Um, and I've I've learned that. I think it's made me a better songwriter. And I think it's made me. I don't know. You have to ask Mark this, and I'm open to him his honest answer. I think it's made me a little bit easier to work with. But it it took. It, it's a trust thing. It, it's it's almost that trust game where you fold your your arms oh, over and fall your back. chest right. and you fall back. And you know what? Mark has always caught me, even even though sometimes it's only like when I'm almost like an inch off the ground. You know, <laughs> he 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 slides something underneath well, to catch. Me. That answer will come no. on a later podcast. There we go. No, I'm sure. it, it's uh, it, there's just been a lot of positive growth, Dave, and it's been yeah. a blessing to work with him. And and he's to thank for a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the. Uh, the Roadside Revival. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many gigs did you end up playing for the summer, and what's, well, we what's got, live stuff We got one coming up uh, November 5th at Biggs Bar, opening for okay. four in the Strange Band. So I don't mm -hmm. know if you heard of, of four. He is Hank William, his, his great-grandson. Right. Okay, so we have an opening slot there. There are four bands that night. We're one of four. Okay. We are probably the red-headed stepchild of that, that, that thing. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just say... Uh, we're probably the one that doesn't fit the best, mm -hmm. uh, but we are we are out for blood. We are going to put on a killer show, so we would love to see you there um, at Biggs November 5th. All right. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. You know the drill uh, yeah. when we get to the end. Uh, so when you're not uh, out and about entertaining, mm -hmm. what do you like to be entertained by? I'm very entertained by my children as of late. Uh, especially Miss Clara June, but yeah. Aurora, Egan, and Clara keeping me on my toes. I love hanging out. Um, I think we're on the fourth time of watching th the entire, ep all the episodes of The Office with my wife, Jen. Four times. Yeah, I think this is our fourth time. And you of didn't come the to office. the time that I had The Office as the theme for trivia. No. Where were you? I know, but I mean. Oh, you were she, probably going to ace it anyway. There you go. But I mean, she she uh, she really got me into that. That was something when we started dating. We started watching, and I, I'd never watched it. and. We watch a lot of documentary shows, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of cool stuff like that. Um, yeah, I and 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 I work for a, an electric sign company full time, so it's uh, I, I I stay very busy. Yeah. So, yeah. so you really don't have time for any other hobbies, do you? I don't even know what a hobby is. Like uh, people have said, music's my hobby, but I think it's deeper than that. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, I think yeah, it's that's more, more the like art. A, I would uh, call it an avocation. Yeah. yeah. Hobbies, I would really like, you know what I'd like to do, Dave, and this is funny? I'd like to have my own radio show someday. I think you should. But we'll see. I'd, I'd help you syndicate it. Well, I think. Because I'm doing that for somebody right well, now. Well, there you go. But I'm well, <laughs> you know, so I maybe like to follow in your footsteps, but I think that would be cool as a hobby. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
true. And, and, and feature maybe people that people don't really know. Not a lot of popular stuff like, you know, underground indie. Yeah. I don't know. You may have just inspired me to do something. All I, right. You know, I like yeah, it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. The ideas come around here. There we go. All right. Matt yeah. D., Oh, you know, I say it all the time, uh, forward and backward, but uh, always a pleasure. But with you, brother, it is a, just an incredible time when we get the chance to sit down and chat. Likewise, man. It's, it's always great to be here, Dave. Thank you so much for the invite. All right, I appreciate well, it. Thank you. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. What's left in my cup so black? I know I can I'm playing hope, leaving the ghost of days come and gone. I fell in love so it shook my soul to sleep, broke me in two. Sure, they have darts, and you've heard me talk about how ruggedly handsome the trivia host is, but all caps fun never stops at the Sky Lounge and Tea. And fun is best had with your friends enjoying live entertainment, as in live and local. Yeah, the Sky Lounge believes in giving you the best bands, solo artists, and comedians from the area. The Neo Johnsons, Elizabeth Hunstead, Skylar Volks, as well as many others. And a great staff will make sure you enjoy your fun at the Sky Lounge in T-South Dakota. Support the Dave Holly Hour in a very easy way. Buy Dave a cup of coffee by clicking the cup in the lower left corner of www.davehollyhour.com. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> yes, you even say it now before I do. It's always a pleasure to talk to Empire Arts and Entertainment. And especially this time, we're talking to one of the busiest guys in the uh, Sioux Empire 
when it comes to entertainment. In fact, he just had a red letter day on Saturday night. He was the opener for Nikki Glaser down at Grand Falls Casino. My friend, Zach Dresch. Dave, how are you? Better anytime I see you. Likewise. All right. <laughs> we got that out of the way. Our standard greetings to each other. Yo, and yeah. you are smiling big time. You're also looking like you need a nap. Oh, yes, very much so. Because <laughs> you've been busy. You know, it uh, each week, um, you know, when I'm sitting there looking at, okay, who do we need to get on as a guest again and so forth? And Carrie says, well, you have to talk to Zach because of how busy he is going to be this coming month. Right. And you, you started early. Yeah. Yeah, you yep. already got some stuff in the in the book, uh, and uh, I know that there's uh, plenty more to come down the line. But to, first of all, what was it like opening for a national headline? It was crazy. Um, I kind of it was one of those situations where uh, John Small usually MCs at Grand Falls and announces the mm -hmm. events going on at Grand Falls, but I decided oh. to shoot my shot and I Instagram DM'd Nikki Glazer. And she said, absolutely, feel free to do a five-minute <laughs> set opening the show. And Wow. Yeah, she was just, I think she maybe she gets the whole plight of comics True. wanting to get yeah. to as many people as possible. And so she's like, yeah, you're emceeing already, might as well do an extra five. Because they. I think they preferred that because they didn't right. want to go on early. And I think they probably would have preferred a five-minute buffer such as myself so they wouldn't have to go up to a cold crowd. So, uh, Good point. Uh, yeah so what did you go with then because you only had five minutes to impress them right i did some of my typical hair jokes weight jokes uh high v stuff and a couple of my um uh catholic jokes i did a couple gronies i didn't list them as gronies but they're kind of just buried in there right i feel like nikki glazer's material is not really the corny it's the dirty crass mm -hmm. kind of like so I, I I played more to those jokes than my usual corny one-liner things. Um, I'm trying to like experiment with different types of styles instead of just doing my same old stuff all the time. So I, I I've, I've also been learning. I've been doing a lot of theme shows where, especially with like late night boom, and you're embracing local culture. So why not write a bunch of jokes about Sioux Falls true, and yeah. the area, which um, my girlfriend Becca. Uh, we'll talk about soon. Uh, she's yeah. been giving me a lot of ideas about stuff like that. Just narrow down your scope and write jokes about that, and that's been helping immensely. So, yeah, in fact, uh, she is not only is, is helping you with your comedy, but uh, also she's head writer for Late Night Boom. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's helped me immensely with narrowing my focus, and uh, I have a racing mind constantly. Like I'm like, what am I going to write about? I don't know what to write about. I'm. I feel like I have undiagnosed ADHD sometimes and just like no idea what to focus on. But she, she tells me like, just narrow it down, write about this, write about that, and you'll be great. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then it's that simple. I can write stuff on a dime. So it's pretty simple. Yeah, that helps out greatly then, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Instead of, you know, uh, making the mind go, oh, man, no, is that funny or is this not funny? Right. Uh, and uh, the, the old self-doubt that uh, can kick in <laughs> right. from time to time. Uh, but uh, you've, uh, like we said, you, you have a, a busy, busy time coming up. What yeah. else are you slated for? Let's talk late night booming first, I suppose. Yeah, um, we are filming our next episode November 10th. Mm -hmm. And we, um, we've we got Sean Covell, producer of Napoleon Dynamite, is going to be on that episode. Wow. And uh, uh, musician Danica Michaels is going to be on that mm. episode. So she's fantastic. Um, we've got some other skits and stuff planned for that. I think you'll be involved too. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, for those of you unaware, Dave Holly plays the fantastic Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter. And uh, the Potteros ad oh. was fantastic. Oh, what a <laughs> what a kick filming that. Oh, yeah. That was so <laughs> oh, good. Man. The whole catheter tube joke was my favorite. <laughs> They're not fun. <laughs> Yeah, um, that was a, a very, very fun evening. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, especially, <laughs> you know, because it, uh, it had to be done after I had finished my work right. for the day. And, you know, uh, work can always be a little wah, 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 wah. Right. Because that, I, was, that I, was a night you were pulling double duty as well with Midtown. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And uh, so it uh, was something that uh, we, we had to film at night. And that was the great way to cap Right. A crap day, you know, yeah. with, with some humor. For sure. And, and doesn't that really come down to it uh, for what you like to do is the fact that, uh, you know, people love entertainment for a variety of reasons. But right. especially when it comes to comedy. Right. 
they're searching. Yeah. If I can make people laugh, then I feel like I've done my job. And yeah, I felt really, really good about the Nikki show, the Nikki show. And then immediately afterwards, I went and DJed emo night. So that was. That's right. Goodness gracious. That went that on part. to about 1.30 a.m. So. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you look tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. But it's been good. It's been really good. This uh, next month, uh, a little bit less intense because holidays are coming up, that kind of thing. Right. Um, for my birthday, I'm turning 30. So, mm -hmm. uh, I've and got you're some... performing that night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. With you and uh, yeah. Emily, Wilson, Emily Wilson, our dear friend. Yeah. So that's going to be awesome. That will be. It's uh, going to be called the uh, Turkey Trots Comedy Spot. Uh, uh, the three it, of us it, will be in the lower level of Rayfeld's Art Gallery. I love it. Uh, which is now called the Underground. And the it. irony of it all is the fact that at one time it was a comedy shop. There you go. Yeah, so it'll, it'll work well. And looking forward to that should be a, yeah. a very, very good time. Uh, but uh, what else is all sprinkled in there? Uh, well, we're doing a, an, I'm doing another birthday show celebration to kind of get more people in the door. I mean, not that we need it, but like uh, I wanted to emphasize we're doing uh, our next Improv Falls show is November 11th. Um, okay. It's, it's themed friends giving the one where zach turns 30 so it's thanksgiving half, half right. thanksgiving half my yeah. birthday so we're doing november 11th and then an after party to follow at Man, icon another one i'm gonna miss oh you're oh you're got a show or trivia, trivia, trivia down at right. sky oh yeah damn it yes well it's still the party will still be going for a little bit so if you're not too tired feel free to stop by. okay <laughs> we'll do that part we'll do that part perfect then. Uh, but, uh, you know, speaking of trivia. Yeah, we both do we trivia. We both do <laughs> trivia, <laughs> and we can't go to each other's shows. I know. Yeah. Both on Tuesday night. You're at Fernson. Right. Yeah. And I'm out at uh, the the lovely Chasers. Yes. Yes. I, I love that bar. It's a wonderful oh, place. Oh, it's fun. And great food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, 100%. Man. But yeah, we both do trivia, and usually it's always on the same night. So I know. It. Even if it's yeah. not Tuesdays, they still find a way to make True. it a Friday night or something. Yeah, so. and so it's like, come on, yeah. man. But we're, we're spreading the word with knowledge about random topics, and I think that's a fun thing to do. That's true. So Yeah, and you know what's, what my favorite part is, is because, you know, there's no such thing as just having a night of trivia anymore. Right. It's got to be themed somehow. Yeah. And... uh so then when you do that, and especially yeah. if it's one they've asked for, and it's an epic fail for them. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's, that's, that's like you asked for it. You got it. It's fulfilling. Yeah. They're, all, they're, <laughs> they're always like, what's the theme? I'm like, it's trivia themed. What do you. Yeah. Like not every round is the same topic. Right. It's always going to be different. So. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the tough part is, you know, because so many of them, they want the whole night to be that then. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, in the office, who was a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers? You know, when you come right. to your sports route and, right. and things like that. But uh, the week that we did a themed round is a week we had lower attendance, which is so weird. It's like yeah. you think they'd want to go, but well, it's you always know, a crapshoot. And, and one time uh, did a particular theme that was asked for, and the people that asked for it never showed up. That's how yeah. it always happens. I know it. And yeah. it's just crazy, but we digress. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> As we get back to comedy, what are the things, you know, because this was your opportunity, uh, you know, to open for a national act. Yeah. Um, what are the other ones that you sit there and go, boy, I'd love to open for the so-and-so? Uh, Dimitri Martin, for sure. Mm -hmm. A huge influence on me. Um, God, there's a lot of others I'd have to really do some more soul-searching about. Um, Mark Normand fantastic uh i think that's his name i i i'm losing touch sometimes i feel like i'm out of touch um god there's some i i'd want to hop on shows that don't have comedy involved like Corey feldman's going to be here next weekend at big's bar and i want to that's hop right on that yeah show. like because there's no comedy in it but yeah. i feel like people would be like huh interesting and like pop in and do that. It's like, I don't want to just do traditional comedy shows. I'd love to do shows that are going to get big exposure, but I want to be there to kind of lighten things up, lighten yeah. things up, entertain that kind of thing. Like, I feel like plays should, comedy plays should have a comedic opener. That's not a bad idea. Because I feel like that way you're not, they're not starting to play cold. Right. You need someone there that's yeah. like, hey, I'm here to break the tension. In fact, I wish I could remember who the comedian was on uh, Willie Geist Sunday morning. Oh, sure. And uh, actually cut his chops 
doing that at a theater in right. New York. And so then uh, now has a, a couple of Netflix uh, specials right. that feature him in that theater. Right. And just talk, you know, bringing all those elements together. But, you know, so if you could do that, what's the type of thing that uh, would, <laughs> getting back to themes, right. <laughs> would you have to theme it, you think, toward that show? Potentially, yeah. Because um, most of the plays that I go to, you have the director come out and give, a, give right. a thank you or something like that. You could still do that. But also, like, TV show tapings always have a comic. Right, beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just a warm-up and, and so forth. Yeah, because I do that for Late Night Boomer. Yeah. And always, it's always getting the crowd livened up and stuff. I figure, why not have the director come out and say, before we start the show, we're going to have a comic come out. Because sometimes the director thinks they're really funny. And uh, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> not, Professional like, opinion included. <laughs> I'm biased, but I mean, sometimes they try and incorporate jokes and everyone's like, huh. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I think it'd be something that is different because like I have a buddy that's a comic in uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, he got to open a whole tour with one of my favorite bands, Motion City Soundtrack, the shirt mm -hmm. I'm wearing right now for those that can't see it because none of you can. Um, but he got to open for him the entire tour because he was friends with that band. And it's not really a thing where comedy gets to open music tours that much right. anymore. But it used to be more of a common thing at least 30 plus years ago. Yeah. So I'd like to see that happen more. And if I could get to open for some of my favorite bands, in that'd fact, be excellent. If, if I recall, I was in Las Vegas at a convention one time, and Paul Rodriguez opened for Sheena Easton. Oh, yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting combo. Yeah, but uh, he was the best part of the night. There you go. I feel like <laughs> Gary Shandling opened for musicians in the '80s too. I'm pretty sure you're right on that. Yeah, I just can't remember who. I feel right. like it was like Olivia Newton-John or something like that. I can't remember. I doubt it was Olivia. Someone in that caliber, like he opened for. But but as you're talking about this, I'm, I mean, my mind is going, yeah, that would work. Right. You yeah. know, there's so many more places uh, that a comedian could be put to work yeah. prior because to an I event. The reason why I think people translate or uh, it transcends everything is because people love truth being stranger than fiction. And I think comedy uh, humanizes everything where it's like, here's what you're going to see tonight. Uh, it's a play about this. Whoa, that's messed up, right? Like, <laughs> I can't even afford to do that on my own time or some, like, some joke, insert joke about it. Because, um, like, everyone in our heads makes jokes about what we're seeing. Like, even if it's a really serious play or a serious movie or we're watching a horror movie and we just make a comment, if someone gets their head chopped off, you're going to make a joke about their head falling off. Like, not a good time to lose one's head. <laughs> Stuff like that. And, like, like, I think it helps to have a person just to kind of do some five-minute analysis humor and mm -hmm. and then bring out the the play yeah well i'm gonna push for this yeah there you go <laughs> because i think it'd be awesome i'd love uh, that would be super fun like i would love to do that with like good night theater or orpheum stuff mm -hmm. anything like that that'd be super fun so mm -hmm. if they're ever down i'd be happy to oblige and right do a five minute set before <laughs> so uh so what do you think is the future of comedy uh as we're talking about different ideas like this right I think different mediums is what's going to happen. You've got comics blowing up on TikTok. Mm -hmm. You've got comics blowing up all over different social media platforms. Uh, I feel like Twitter is going to be one that's going down because of all the stuff that's been happening with Elon Musk. I'm just like, oh, it's either going to be really good or really bad or I don't know. Like, I think there's people are starting to put their full entire stand-up sets on YouTube because Netflix already gets too many of them. But with YouTube, it's like you can put it up. If you hire a film company to like film your set for like a couple thousand bucks, whatever, just put it on YouTube. It's all out there for everyone to see, and it's professionally filmed. It looks great. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily like need Netflix anymore. Right. It's like we're going to keep getting to the point where we're going to have more independent uh options to put stuff out so i could get to a point where if i saved up enough money i could have someone film my set professionally and i'll put it on youtube well and, and the other thing about it is uh if you do that then you're also getting the professional audio to come along with it right um you know i i, I think you and i probably have both invested in different types of mics thinking yeah. that you know hey what will work with our iphone right or an ipad to, to give us at least decent quality sound because uh, that's one of the things that I've always thought is, uh, you know, if you're putting up a video, A, 
make it look good, not just, hey, look what I caught on my phone. Right. Uh, and also B, uh, then we got to sound good too. Yeah. And I've been filming my sets on my iPhone. I don't need any technical equipment. That's irritating. It's like I got an iPhone 12 <laughs> and I film my sets and then I use those to send submit to festivals. It's like, that's all you need because the quality is HD enough that it's fine. Right. So, uh, so how many festivals have you applied to for this coming year? Uh, none right now. Okay. Um, I need to get on that uh, snow jam. I've been I've done snow jam about four times already. So I kind of want to just help out this next mm-hmm. this winter because I feel like you need new blood in there. Um, but of course, I'm I'm still going to submit anyways, just just because I I right. want to. Yeah. Um, but if I don't get in, I think it's just an opportunity for me to help out and uh, escort the comics around, drive them around, that kind of thing. So. Uh, yeah, and Omaha Comedy Festival always seems to be a cool option to do with like stand up and stuff, and um, I'm gonna try for that. I'll probably look around see what else I can do. Um, trying to think other ways that I can stretch my spread my wings and do different things because I've already we've got the talk show thing down. That's we're doing that. We're doing that a full year now. Yeah, it's Yeah. yeah a year officially. So doing that. Uh, I'm hoping to do more get network more with bigger comics would be awesome um like nikki glazer was fantastic so like if i can get more opening chances like that well you know especially just think of what that's worth promotionally yeah you know it's where it's a good credit open like, for right yeah now i feel like i could get more gigs now saying that i opened for nikki glazer so yeah. it's like okay there we go <laughs> so uh you were talking earlier about your girlfriend we mentioned the yes. fact that uh, becca is uh, helping you with writing on a comedy but is also the head writer for late night Boomin. yes She's also great with design. Yes. And obviously she's done a lot of work for you on T-shirts and different things. Yeah. And uh, she's uh, sent some stuff to me, one of which I'm pretty sure is going to end up on uh, some some T-shirts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's the Jack Daniels bottle with Dave Holly information on it. I love it. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that. I saw that. I saw it early. Did you laugh? Oh, I loved it. It was perfect. It's like, this is Dave Holly in a photo. Yeah. In a poster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, um, she has up, helped me up my social media and uh, graphic design game. I don't do any of that stuff at all. And so she's done so many posters for shows I have coming up. She's made my shows look so much more fancy mm-hmm. and um design my website and all that stuff for people that don't do social media it, it, i'm so eternally grateful for that she's a brilliant designer and many facsimiles you've got she's a brilliant painter and designer and an artist in that regard and she does graphic design she does it all and it's amazing and then uh, you know we're here at sunday's pizzeria yes uh, recording this today and uh, her folks are have uh, joined the party yep. today as yep. well before you two got here and they were even uh, telling some secrets that uh, she apparently is quite the singer and uh, can yes. play guitar, too. Oh, yeah. She's wonderful. Yeah. Well, I already planned on having her on the show anyway. Right. To talk about the writing, uh, to talk about uh, the design and so forth. But now it's like, oh, boy, we got a triple going on here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. She is uh, making another uh, debut performance uh, after a long break, uh, November 13th at Gayville Hall in South Dakota. So she's going to be performing a couple songs with her family, and uh, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be amazing. All right. Wow. The 13th of November. Let's see. That's a Sunday. That's a Sunday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. thought I had it in my mind in, in the right way. So but, by the time we had met, like, sorry, it's spending time together and dating, it, COVID had just hit. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't doing shows. We weren't, like, I wasn't doing shows, or at least not as many as i am doing or you were doing digital right yeah Yeah, virtual stuff so yeah so i i've always heard her sing and play guitar and it's always been wonderful but uh now i'm glad to finally get to see her perform in a uh, venue and that's going to be amazing to see stuff that she's done before i met her so i'm excited to see that all right speaking of music disarmed yes Yes. a new uh, album out correct Yes, um, it's on Bandcamp and stuff. It's called What We Leave. Um, we're having a snafu with Spotify right now. I won't get into it, but technical <laughs> difficulties, so to speak. But we're trying to get that back up and running. But it's on every other platform, Apple Music, that kind of thing. We're, uh, we just booked a show on Tuesday, December 6th, opening for a band called Saul. Um, their most recent album was produced by the singer of Disturbed. So that's pretty big. They're from mm-hmm. Iowa. Um, they're one of the biggest bands from iowa to blow up so 
uh the booker goes we think you'd be a good fit so we're like cool so it's at club david on this december 6th oh, fantastic so a local show yeah but, yeah uh, we're trying to regional we, talent yeah so we're trying to do more more shows around town and also do some more midwest out of town touring and stuff too so because we've been really pleased with the reaction we've been getting off the new album so we're really proud of it all right what about uh, other bands that you're involved in uh sharon's little helpers currently is on a hiatus because uh our uh, front man cody frito moved to colorado the bastard uh <laughs> i love you cody um he couldn't he uh moved away so we're, we're on hiatus right now uh johnny the bassist and i were trying to figure out a different way to jam and play when we both have time which Is i don't minimal yeah. minimal but that's not yeah that's we're trying to make that happen again uh michael Sorensen, pierce hoffman and i do uh dual purpose right uh we have a pre-thanksgiving show wednesday night the night before thanksgiving at icon we're doing excellent so that's going to be awesome i'm excited about that and then another show on december 2nd i can't remember if that's public or not but we're making that happen again uh yeah improv falls at least one show per month coming up in the near future uh icon november 11th december 10th is our christmas show i think more info on that or whenever that friday is and i think that's everything <laughs> in a nutshell this is airing on thursday correct correct okay because the night before, I'm doing a voting awareness show, a comedy show. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the flyers. Uh, yes, I have. I won't or get into I that was, further. <laughs> right. I was I was alerted of the flyer. I should say it's it's a it's a political show. If you lean a certain way, it's right up your alley. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get into it, but I hope you had a good time because this airs on Thursday. Think uh, <laughs> what else is going on? I think. See, we already voted right absentee best way to go now. oh yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely i'll be in fargo uh mid-november at bosses in fargo they okay. started doing comedy in, in fargo bosses so you know uh, what fargo is norwegian for a long way fargo really yeah. factually no <laughs> i always just make that up it's you like, are tired man i know <laughs> i only got like five no i got six hours something like oh that. what are you complaining about i, I average know. less than four i know yeah. <laughs> that's crazy but no, yeah, Fargo, November 18th, 19th, the day after our show. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's for the foreseeable future. I feel like I'm, I've, I anticipate more stuff coming up down the pipeline after, yeah. especially after the, the shows I've had recently, at least I hope so. Um, just trying to get back on that stand-up. Like, I've been so focused on late night boom and stuff that I want to get back on the stand-up writing train. What has been the biggest surprise to you in your career as an entertainer? Um... I think the flu bug thing was the first thing that uh -huh. like genuinely surprised me um, when I got that gig and all of a sudden I still get recognized for it. Like, even though I haven't done it for a couple of years, right. like at last night, I actually, I dressed as the, uh, the COVID germ <laughs> and uh, I decided, well, I haven't been the flu bug for a couple of years. Might as well step it up. Yeah, uh, no kidding. So I Did think you wear number 19. No, I oh, wish man. it's got like. It's got like little red dots and stuff on it. it, it I got it that spirit. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I think the flu bug thing is what kickstarted everything. Right. And that genuinely surprised me um, with how much I got recognized for that and how many gigs I got booked for that. Mm -hmm. And I kind of I'm crossing my fingers, hoping that this these recent gigs have, will help get me uh, my foot in the door in other places and just see what happens. And also, I need to I need to work on myself a little bit. Um because like I did that TED talk this last spring, and I'm I'm better than I was. I'm okay. still struggling with anxiety and not really depression anymore. It's mainly just anxiety okay. based on like kicked one. Yeah, um, trying to write more and not put myself down. I just want to write unfiltered and just write stuff down, and then just weed out the best stuff. Mm -hmm. And and that's how I want to write. But I always tell myself as soon as I start writing that I can't write. And I'm an imposter. So the imposter syndrome is real. Yeah. Um. Because another friend of mine, Christina Schaefer, did a fantastic TED Talk about imposter syndrome. That same night we did the TED Talk, I'm like, that should have been my talk. <laughs> like that and mixing anxiety and depression. That's a lot of the times I just do all these things. I'm like, I, I don't deserve to be here. Like, I don't like there's my head always that tells me that stuff. self-doubt thing is the worst part of depression, in my yeah. opinion. At yeah. least. You know, for others, it's, it's different things. But that's the one that is a killer for me. Yeah. I, 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 oh, my brain always convinces me that I'm so small everywhere I go and I just need to be proud of what I've accomplished and just be a, 
be a person that I want to be there for people no matter what, just to make them laugh or just to be a good friend. Um, yeah. And if I can make it, make it be a living, that's a bonus right. for me. All right. So we've talked about what you have coming up this month, but let's talk about, you know, the future of Zach Duresh as an entertainer beyond what's already booked. You know, what, what else would you like to get into? What else would you like to be doing? I would, um, it's a good question. I get in one per interview and we're at 26 minutes into this one. So finally. <laughs> well, I did the Dresh Code YouTube channel thing for a while where I did music reviews and stuff. Mm -hmm. I want to get back to that. I just don't have time to edit videos. That's the problem. Um, so I've been kind of wearing myself out with that. I want to get back into shape because um, I feel like the gut's been gaining a little bit. I'm just trying to get feel better. And I started taking gout medication. So that's allopurinol is oh, I good remember stuff. So, so that's been helping me um, doing that. I'm, I'm trying, like, during winter, it's kind of more dormant. I mean, you get a lot more people going to shows in the winter because that's the only thing you can do. Um, but also, in that same breath, I'm trying to take care of myself, too. So a balance of performing as much as possible, but also taking it easy. I'm trying to balance those two out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I got to figure that out. I've had friends, like, reach out, like, do do less shows so I can be on them. Uh, like, like fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. And for those that uh, might be listening to you for the first time, uh, but they've listened to this show in the past, yes. you always hear Zach every week because he does the opening billboard and the closing billboard. And I thank you for having me a part of that. It oh, the world. it's, it's a, a, a great to have you as part of what I call the unpaid staff. Except <laughs> don't tell the others they're still unpaid. You get a you you actually get something for the voice work. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Pinky Slayer, did we do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, the typical questions at the end, even though you've answered them several times before, because our lives change. Right. Uh, so when you're not part of the entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Uh, I go to concerts a lot. I'm a huge fan of concerts. Uh, I went to several this summer that I can cross off my bucket list. I saw Panic at the Disco. I've already seen Panic, but they tend to put out a different album, and if it doesn't do well, they never play the material ever again. So I figured this album didn't catch sell well, so I had to catch it, and I was glad. <laughs> and yeah, I uh, I just love checking out different artists musically and and stuff like that getting into horror films a lot with halloween season coming up so beck mm -hmm. and i watch a lot of horror stuff and there's a lot of movies i've been trying to cross off my bucket list that i never saw that people would be terrified or shocked to know that i've never seen i've never seen psycho never seen uh, uh texas chainsaw master never seen any of those mm -hmm. so yeah catching wow. up on those and, and there's your trivia question if you haven't used it yet oh yeah 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 that's true psycho and and uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw and uh, Silence of the Lambs. I've seen Silence. No, but uh, oh, and influence Ed Gein. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You knew it. Oh yeah. I think we we had that question last week. So did we. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any hobbies? Um, vinyl collecting. I collect vinyl. That works. Yeah. Do that. Um, I love drumming in addition to just playing with music and stuff. Um. I think what else I like to do hobby wise sleep <laughs> that's a good one yeah basically all the stuff I do takes up my time but those are hobbies that I've managed to uh, make a good solid part-time gig that hopefully I can make into a full-time gig at some point and we wish you the best well thank you very much I appreciate right. that. and of course as always Always great. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Always great to see you because we're good friends. Likewise. And uh, so just wanted to say love you, Zach. Love and you too, wish Dave. you the best. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Anytime. That. We'll be back to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E. M-O-F-F-I-T-T -T, or call 
1-800-926-0964. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails, call for an appointment, 605-334-1463. From the Dipsy Doodle Studios at the world headquarters of Big D Entertainment, a 40 square foot home studio in the middle of America, it's Dave Holly. Thanks again to my great guests, Matt D. and Zach Dresch. Thanks to the fine folks at Sunny's Pizzeria, where we held this week's conversations. Most of all, though, thank you for your interest in Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. If you haven't so far, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Either place gets you automatically entered to win Pizza with a Podcaster. For all 154 episodes now, go online at DaveHollyHour.com. As Art South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, my name is Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by Posh Boutique, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffitt Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and look for a coffee cup icon in the lower left. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook and you'll be automatically entered in our Pizza with a Podcaster contest. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening. 